everybody. You're listening to another episode of Oshu, a podcast designed to help creatives become better business owners and to help you learn more about photography. Duh. So I'm your host, Cassidy Lynn, and today we are talking all about how to stand out in the creative industry. So I have five ways that you are going to better stand out within the creative industry. I'm really excited to jump into this episode. But before we do, I kind of just wanted to give a few life updates because I feel like I don't do that very often. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, you probably have no idea what goes on in the life of me. So if you don't care about this, skip ahead like 30 seconds. So... The first thing is I've been working on some Lightroom brushes to pair with my Lightroom presets. So I have presets available in my shop, but I want to release Lightroom brushes because I feel like my edit and my style is truly completed with Lightroom brushes. So I'm working on getting some of those available in my shop, which means I'm just working on creating them and tweaking them and stuff. I'm also flipping a house. If you don't know, me and my husband, Charlie, bought a house um, in March, I think. And we moved in about three weeks ago. So we are currently flipping a house. So that's fun. I am also in the midst of a crazy wedding season. I have weddings every weekend, basically, until October. So that's fun. I do lots of editing, but I also do my podcast, which I'm excited about. It's a fun little um, creative outlet for me. I'm also going to New York. I feel like I have so many life updates. Wow. I am going to New York in the beginning of August. I have three weddings in the span of two weekends. So I will be in New York and also Massachusetts. I have two shoots in Massachusetts. So yeah, it's going to be like a big road trip slash plane trip because I'm flying there. Um, and then the last thing before we jump into this episode, Charlie's actually going to be coming on my podcast soon. Charlie offers a very unique perspective to photography, and I really appreciate that about him. And he's been shooting for me for like my weddings and being my second shooter for about two years. So I think he would be a really cool person to talk to. And obviously he's my husband, so I'm a little bit biased. Anyway, we are going to now jump into today's episode. So if you are in the creative industry, you probably have noticed that there are a lot of creatives out there. The industry is packed full of lots of people who are also doing photography or videography or designing or whatever it is. So I am here to tell you a few ways that you can stand out within the creative industry. I think that standing out is something that's really important because if you are offering and doing the same thing as everybody else, that kind of, I don't know, defeats the purpose of being creative. So the first thing that you can do to stand out, I have five five ways, by the way. So these are five ways to stand out in the creative industry. The first is to offer something unique. So that can be a product or a service. I took the liberty upon myself to write out a few unique, um, like ways that you can offer something different or just unique services that you can offer. Um, this is geared specifically towards photographers, but this can be applied to honestly any industry. So the first thing that you can do if you are a wedding photographer specifically, you can offer a 24-hour gallery delivery 
So this sounds kind of crazy, but I've heard of a few people doing this. Basically, after you shoe a wedding, instead of giving them previews within 24 hours, you give them their entire gallery. Um, And maybe 24 hours is a little bit crazy. Maybe it's one week or something like that. But I think that this is a really cool idea because not only is it unique, like no one really does this, um, but it's just, I, I don't know, it's really good client experience. Like I feel like your client is going to really just recommend you to a lot of people because it's such a great client experience tool. So that's one thing that you can do. I personally, if I did this, I would not edit the photos myself. I would probably send my photos to an editor because I don't think mentally I could handle delivering photos within 24 hours or within a week. Um, That sounds kind of crazy. So I would probably, if I did this, I would send my photos to an editor. The second thing that you can do to offer something unique is to offer, um, this is specifically for weddings again, but some sort of like all weekend wedding package. I don't know a ton of photographers who do this, but I think this would be super awesome. Um, especially if someone is looking for this type of coverage, but they didn't really know that that's what they wanted. Um, so yeah, you can offer coverage for the rehearsal dinner for, um, all day of the wedding, obviously. So the entire wedding day, and then you can offer maybe a session for the day after. I know a lot of people who like to to do that too. So that's something that's unique. Um, you can offer unique prints, um, or just offering prints in general. Um, if you are a photographer, I don't know of a ton of photographers who do prints. So, um, I think that prints, are kind of becoming a thing of the past, but I think that you could really spice it up to make it more current and um, yeah, just offer a unique spin to that. You can offer timeline planning. This is also specific for weddings, but um, a lot of couples don't know how to plan a wedding. This is literally like their first time planning a wedding. So you have experience and that experience is valuable. So you can offer timeline planning or just some tips and tricks to help your client understand what's going to make their wedding day run smoothly or even what's going to make their session run smoothly. So offering some sort of timeline help or just offering your expertise in general is a unique service and you can offer this for free. Um, And I think that's really going to help with your client experience as well. So another fun idea that I thought of was doing like date night shoots. So I guess, I guess it would be like a date night session, but, um, I saw this once. I don't remember who I saw this from, but it was like, they did, um, like a pizza date and they, the photographer set up like a picnic in the back of a pickup truck with tons of pillows and stuff. And then they ordered pizza. So basically it was like the photographer created this experience for the couple and then just documented the experience as it was happening and the natural candid reaction of the couple just like going on this date. So that would be something really fun to make you stand out within the creative industry. Um, just in general, those were all of my ideas, but if you have a fun idea, like why not just offer it and see if it's a hit, if it's not, that's fine. Don't, you know, maybe take it off your pricing guide, but you never know what's going to succeed until you try it. Um, What's that quote about you miss 100% of the shots you don't take? Um, Thank you, Wayne Gretzky, for that lovely quote. But 
kind of the same concept. You don't know if your unique product or service is going to be successful or going to be an asset to your business until you offer it. So that is my thought on the first way to stand out in the creative industry is to offer something unique. The second way that you can stand out within the creative industry is by making your brand personal. The best way to stand out, honestly, is to use your most unique tool, which is you. People love to know who they're going to work with and what you're like. So I feel like you're doing yourself a disservice if you are not making your brand personal to you. You are the person that they're going to work with, the person they're going to be emailing with. So why not make that your brand? Um, So I have a few ways that you can do this because... I know for me, it was really hard at the beginning of my photography career to start to make my brand personal. I felt like it was all about taking good photos. And while good photos are really important, your brand and um, kind of that personal aspect of it, the connection that you make with your clients is just as important. So here are a few ways that you can make your brand personal. The first, super easy, post your face on your social media. Plain and simple. I'm sure you guys have heard this before, but posting your face is so underrated. Like if you're not posting your face every day in your story and you're not posting your face every week in your feed, you're doing it wrong. People love to see what you're up to and just like the person behind the camera. I know I do. If I ever see one of my photographer friends post a a picture of them, I like blow them up. I'm like, yes, queen. Like this looks amazing because I don't know. There's just something different about actually showing who you are. It just, I don't know. It, um, I don't know what the word is that I'm trying to think of. It just, Oh, it fosters. That's the word. It fosters like a connection between you and the user. So you and whoever is viewing your content, it just creates a connection with them that you can't really get by just posting photos. So number one, post your face. Number two, make your brand like your actual name. Um, this is kind of self-explanatory, but, um, yeah, if your business name is something like photography shots, or I don't even know, like candid shots, XOXO, I, that's literally a random name, but if your business name is candid shots, XOXO, instead of your actual name. So instead of Cassidy Lynn, I feel like you are also doing yourself a disservice because you are removing yourself from your brand. You also are going to want to post more than just business stuff. This is another way to make your brand personal. Don't go overboard and overshare on your social media, but posting more than just business stuff is it's going to help you so much with, like I was saying, fostering that connection with your audience. You also want to be consistent about, I don't know, just sharing stuff that's personal. Don't like one day just post like tons of content about yourself and then ghost your social media the rest of the month and only post business stuff. You want to be consistent with like updating people on what's going on. Um, Yeah. And just consistently showing behind the scenes, stuff like that. Something else that helps with making your brand personal is making the wording on your website, how you would talk. 
So all of the words on your website or the sentences should be consistent with how you would actually say things. I know some people um, who have very like bubbly catchphrases on their website and they're not like they're It's like things that they wouldn't actually say and vice versa. I know people who have these um, super front fun, like catchphrases or like sayings that they use, but on their website, it's just bland. So you just want to make your brand true to you. Like literally you do you. And, um, it's the same with emails. Your emails should have the same wording, like as you would talk. So when I write my email templates out, I'm writing it basically how I would talk. I actually turn Siri on and let Siri, turn my voice into words, whatever it is like voice to text. And then I'll just go in and make it grammatically correct with like periods and stuff and kind of switch around a few words. But I find that that really helps me with, I don't know, just making things feel more personal. People also will feel like it's actually you typing, which like it is. Um, so why not type how you would talk? So those are a few ways that you can make your brand personal. Like I said, in the creative industry, um, I think a personal brand is one of the best things that you can do for your business. So we are going to jump into the third way that you can stand out within the creative industry because guys, it's hard. Like I know this, you know this. The third way that you can stand out is by staying on top of trends. This honestly is a fairly simple concept, but for some reason, a lot of people don't do this. Um, It does take a little bit of work and research and you kind of have to be willing to make content on the fly, but honestly, trends make you relevant and clients look for that relevancy, especially within the creative industry. That's so important. So another thing is that trends honestly will help you find the right people. Um, It's kind of crazy, but a lot of trends that I've participated in have made it in front of potential clients, which is just funny. And you know, you never know, you could go viral. Like who knows if you do go viral, that's awesome. So Trends are important and I think that trends are a great way to um, stand out within the creative industry. So my fourth way that you can stand out within the creative industry is by replying promptly. This is also kind of a no-brainer, but guys, within the wedding industry especially, um, people don't reply quickly. Like, It's crazy, but wedding vendors and all of these people who are working with couples, I don't feel like they really prioritize the emails and the communication with their clients. And that's something that you can change. You can show your clients that the communication with them and just making sure that you're on the same page is super important to you. It's super important to your process. So you want your clients to feel like a priority. And I feel like this is one way that you can really do that just by replying promptly to your clients. And when I say replying promptly, um, this is kind of what I'm picturing in my head. Um, with inquiries, I try to respond within like two hours. I would say two hours is like the latest that I'll respond. Now that doesn't apply all the time because sometimes on weekends I'll wait until Monday to respond But um, with inquiries, I think that's super important to respond super quickly because that's just going to set the pace for the rest of the conversation is that quick 
um, and prompt communication. And then with just regular client correspondence, um, I try to respond within the day that they email me unless they email me at the end of my work hours and then I'll respond to them at the beginning of my work hours. So I have my um, client hours sent to set to eight to four, um, Monday through Thursday. So um, my clients know that from eight to four, on any weekday, Monday through Thursday, I will be responding to them promptly. So I think that's really important. Um, and also just sets you apart from um, the norm that your clients are experiencing within the wedding industry. Like I was talking about with slower responses and less prioritizing by other vendors of client communication, you are then able to reverse that and really stand out and show them that you value that communication. Um, and it also like just makes your clients feel like they're your only clients. Um, I think that's a really good feeling to have as a client is feeling like I'm the only person that you're working with. Um, and it also just helps both of you stay on the same page. That's kind of like a given benefit. Like you guys are going to feel like you're both really, I don't know, on the same page and that you guys both really know each other better than other vendors because you're able to go back and forth quickly and just, you know, on the fly email your photographer and you can say like, Hey, I really like this arch. What do you think about this? Um, one of my clients literally just emailed me and said, Hey, I know that this is random, but, um, I have these two options for the flowers on my arch. What do you think will look good with your edit? What do you think is your professional opinion? I know that my client is just looking for a quick answer to kind of help guide her. So I just, you know, told her I like this one. Um, I think it would look really great with my edit. And, um, that fast communication really helps you stand out to your clients. So I could talk on and on about this. I feel like I could even get into client experience a little bit, but I will not, I will save that for another episode. Just to recap real quick, the five ways that you can stand out within the creative industry. The first is to offer something unique. The second is to make your brand personal. The third is to stay on top of trends. Fourth, respond promptly or reply promptly to your clients. And the fifth one, the fifth and final way that you can stand out is by being willing to try something new or not being afraid to try something new. Within the creative industry, um, I feel like we often lack the one thing that it's known for, which is the creativity, which is honestly quite ironic. Um, we get stuck doing the same thing day after day, um, wash, rinse, repeat, which is shoe, edit, deliver, and repeat. So wake up, shoot a session, edit it, deliver it, repeat. Um, and as a creative person, that like cycle is not fulfilling. Like that's not after time, like it just becomes tiring and it becomes mundane and it just feels like another eight to five job. So, um, for me, I think the thing that I tried new that I was really thankful I did was, um, TikToks. So, um, I, just for some reason decided that I wanted to do TikToks. I actually thought of the reason. Um, the reason that I decided I wanted to do TikToks was because um, I wanted to start posting more on YouTube. And my sister said to me, don't do YouTube, do TikTok because TikTok is what's trending within people our age right now. So 
this decision to try something new and start doing TikToks was at first terrifying, um, but it really forced me out of this box that I was in. I was in this kind of social media box where um, I was posting to my feed maybe three times a week, posting to my story here and there and wondering why people weren't booking me and wondering why I wasn't getting more followers. And I kind of realized after starting to make TikToks that I really wasn't adding value or being as creative as I wanted to be. I was just kind of doing what everyone else was doing. So doing TikToks really forced me out of that cycle. And I guess just made me really appreciate the creativity that I have the freedom to be creative. So um, I also tried photography education and started doing photography education when I quit my job in September, which I'm really thankful I did because I discovered that I really like photography education. So trying something new like that, um, I, I don't know, it just really affects your business in a positive way because either you succeed at it and it's something new that you can offer or something new that you can start doing, or it doesn't succeed and you learn from it and you continue to grow. Either way, trying something new is going to help you grow and growth is amazing and you never want to stop growing. So don't be afraid to try something new, specifically within photography. Maybe try a new niche if you are a wedding photographer, but you've always loved fashion. Maybe try an editorial shoe or a fashion shoe, work with a brand. Um, you can try a new type of shoe, a new style of editing. I personally have found that trying different styles of shooting and composition paired with different styles of editing is really fun for me. And I feel like it makes me my like creative brain, it forces me to think a little bit harder than if I were to just go shoot the same poses at every session and come back and edit them the same. Um, I, I really like and appreciate how style is constantly changing and my style is evolving. So, um, that new aspect of trying new things applies to like so many areas of my life and of your life too. You can even try like a new client experience. Um, so whether that's a new way of giving your client a good experience, maybe that's questionnaires, maybe that's sending a guide. That's something new that maybe you haven't done before. Don't be afraid to try that. If it doesn't succeed, like I said, you can grow and learn from it. But if it does succeed, you literally would have never known unless you tried. And that kind of takes me back to my first point of um, just trying new things and not being afraid to, um, offer something unique. I have learned that the fear of trying something new equals a lack of adaptability. And within the creative industry, being adaptable is so crucial for photographers and just creative business owners in general. So this specific topic makes me think of something that happened this week within the photography industry or just within social media in general. Instagram put out a video saying that they are changing to a video-based app, meaning that, you know, they're not going to focus so much on photos like they did before, but they are really going to focus on reels and other types of videos on the app. So this is kind of the same thing as trying something new or being adaptable. Yes, this change within Instagram sucks for photographers. Like I'll just say it, I'll validate what you're feeling. 
as photographers, we share our work. That's how we share our work is on Instagram through feed posts, through carousel posts. But our industry in general as creatives is constantly changing. Photography is constantly changing and we need to be adaptable. For example, within the past, I would say year, I feel like photography is starting to shift from DSLR cameras to mirrorless cameras, especially with Canon coming out with the R5 camera, um, the R5 and the R6 camera bodies. Um, This is a huge shift for photography because for a very long time, photography has been DSLR focused. And if you don't know what that means, I'm doing an episode soon on the difference between the two. But um, this adaptability that we need to have within the creative industry applies all the time to all the different things that are happening because, you know, Canon can come out with a new camera, photography can start shifting towards mirrorless and Instagram can say that they're only doing video now. And we need to, as business owners, find a way to make that work. Because if we go to Instagram and we cry and we complain and we're like, Oh, I can't, I just can't do this anymore. I want to share my photos, but you're not pushing it to enough people. Like at the end of the day, Instagram's going to be like, oh, I'm so sorry, but this is the app now. You need to adapt and learn how to use it. And I don't think there's anything wrong with adopting. I think it challenges us as creatives to find new ways to showcase our work. We are creative people and we can find creative ways to showcase our work, even if it's through video. So I have found that video marketing has really changed my business And it's just something new that is super fun. And I think that as photographers, we can make the most out of this. So um, if you need to post photos within your videos and showcase your work that way, um, all it takes is just a few extra videos in your camera roll um, and just a little bit more intentionality with filming things as they happen at your sessions or filming behind the scenes stuff. And we can make video happen, guys. Um, It's possible. And I really think that we're going to start thriving from Instagram changing to a video-based app. Even though we're photographers, I know we can do it. So I know I said that there were only five ways that you can stand out within the creative industry, but I am giving you a bonus tip. Yeah, that's right. It's a bonus. It's extra. It's special. Um, This is not anything profound, but I felt like it was important to point out that in order to stand out, you need to be providing value in everything you do. Um, Surprisingly, people do not think about the fact that they're not adding value by just posting photos and doing a simple caption. And that's that. Yes, the photos are great and you are talented, but how are you adding value to your audience? Um, Just going through the motions of what you're supposed to be doing, and I'm doing air quotes right now, supposed to be doing as a photographer, um, that's, that's not valuable to the people who are your ideal audience. Um, to your potential clients. Just going through the motions is lifeless and people can feel that. I truly believe that people can tell when someone is passionate about something and when they're just going through the motions because they're burnt out or they feel a lack of inspiration. So instead of adding noise in the wedding industry or in the creative industry, add value instead. Giving your clients value is huge and it's so important for I don't know, just creating connection with your clients um, and giving them a great experience. That value is something that might determine whether or not someone hires you. 
Um, it makes your client remember you and then they want to refer you to other people. And then that's how your photography business starts to get more business. So you kind of have to think like your client. And I say this all the time, but think, why would someone want to hire you? What value are you giving them? And even more than that, like, how are you helping them get to the point where they feel like they'd be in a position where they'd want to hire you? So are you giving them all the info that they need to know about your photography process and about um, what it's like working with a photographer and even like what it's like on a wedding day. Are you giving people the information and the value that they need to feel prepared and feel ready to work with you? So don't forget to add value to your client's experience, um, especially within um, blogging and SEO. We talked about that in the last episode that I recorded with Sarah and Brent, but um, basically adding value in your blog posts and on your website establishes you as a source of credibility and as someone who is a professional in their field. So by adding value to your blog posts, so that's giving tips, that's giving pointers, that's um, just you know giving people some free information that they didn't know that they needed to know. Um, that's all ways that you can add value to your, um, marketing and just add value to your client's experience with you. Um, I feel like I'm saying add value so much, but like, that's literally what I'm trying to say. Like you need to be adding value to give your clients the best experience possible. When you're thinking about social media specifically, when I think of value, I think of um, the question, why would someone want to follow me? What value am I giving to my audience that is going to keep them around? Am I giving people a reason to press the follow button? Am I creating recurring series and recurring things on my social media pages that are giving value in the long run. So I think specifically of my series Photo Critique Friday, which I have been slacking on for the past couple of weeks, but giving people that recurring value of um, photo pointers and ways to improve your photography skills every single Friday, that's that's very valuable and um, it keeps people wanting to come back. So something like that is you know just an example of a way to add value on social media for you. If you are looking to book more engaged couples, you can do, um, engagement quizzes on your stories every week. So you can ask like people if they know, um, certain statistics about being engaged, or you can poll people about which things they like better. Do you like this cake better or this cake better? Just things that are going to keep people around and feel like you're giving them value. Those, that feeling of, oh, this is valuable, that lasts for a very long time. Um, and people will stick around and you'll um, have higher retention rates within social media when you are giving value to your audience. And if you are looking to book more clients, you have to know who your audience is. And once you identify that audience, you then can kind of think like them and think, how can I give this person value on my page so that they stick around and I can establish trust with them and they will book me because we have a trust relationship and we have a connection built through social media. 
Wow. So I just covered five ways. Well, actually six ways to stand out within the creative industry. That is a lot of like loaded. That's a lot of loaded topics. And I feel like I could talk forever on all of those things. All of those ways to stand out within the creative industry tie into each other so much and they're each individually so important. So don't focus so much on one of those areas, but think about all five slash six of those um, points that I brought up and think of them kind of collectively within your business. Think about how you're responding promptly to your clients. Do you need to work on this? Are you staying on top of trends? How can you stay on top of trends? Um, Ask yourself questions like that because that's really going to help you self-evaluate your business and grow better as a business owner. So that is the end of today's episode. If you liked this episode or if you have liked previous episodes, make sure you go and leave me a review if you can. If you don't want to leave me a review, that's okay too. But I appreciate you listening and I hope you guys stay tuned for another episode because they're coming soon. Expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, to keep my sanity No wisdom rushing in So much clearer now Getting a little bit higher Stop, I'm getting good, oh